All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Rick Lomendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morehead. And as always, we have with us the attorney. Episode 101, live and in the cut. All right. Are we ready, ladies and gentlemen? I thought you said, I, I, didn't, I didn't hear you say in the cut. <laughs> My brain heard, heard you say something vastly different than in the cut. I was like, I was like, start it over, dude. You can't start, you can't start like the new <laughs> episodes with, with in the, like in the nut or whatever. <laughs> I need to work on the intro. I can't just jump in right away. You know, I got to let it play a little bit. That's right. I got to let it play a little bit, but we're here, ladies and gentlemen. It's another beautiful Monday. I mean, Tuesday. Shout out, Nick. <laughs> How you doing this evening, Nick? I'm good, man. Uh, yeah, I just had to sit through like a three-hour video conference where I sustained myself on uh, an energy drink. So that wasn't that wasn't too fun. Three hours? What could you possibly talk about for three? Hours? I you ask me. I don't know. <laughs> we say as we've done two and a half hour long podcasts. Oh, really? <laughs> All right, let's check in with old Big Head himself. How are you doing this evening, Big Head? Doing good, man. Uh, Want to give a quick shout out. At the time of recording, we're going to have some birthdays coming up. Luigi and Jason, happy birthday. Hope you guys have a good week. God damn it, Eric. You've been executive producer for all of one episode, and you're already doing shit without running it past us? Jesus Christ. Intern status ain't that far away, big fella. You better you didn't even You didn't horses. even ask if you could shout some people out. No, this is his podcast this now. We're just podcast, living man, it. Yes. We're just living in it. This motherfucker. Let's just disregard the foundation that Jermaine and I started. Yeah, you know, not that you didn't quit two months ago. Oh, right. here we go with this bullshit. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's like, oh, he's like Tom Brady. He's unretired. He's retiring from retirement. <laughs> hey, uh, all right, Nick, I got a quick, quick brain buster for you. What, <laughs> what lasted longer? <laughs> Tom Brady's retirement <laughs> or the MLB lockout? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so MLB's back. Do you want to talk about that? Dude, I saw a meme that was like, <laughs> Giselle said, hey, Tom, drop these kids off at school. And he goes, nah, I'm going to let uh, I'm gonna let Aaron Donald drive me into the, into the turf instead. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, the MLB is back. Uh so I guess they couldn't. I guess they couldn't get a deal done uh, before this. They had to cancel some of the season, so they got a deal done in which they didn't cancel any of the season. Yeah. So if you're thinking to yourself out there, that doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> I'd agree with you. Yeah. So you're saying that Rob Manfred is premature. <laughs> he, <laughs> he certainly uh, is something. He certainly has something going on. Yeah. So. MLB season is back. They plan to extend the season 10 more days. Right? So for those of you who don't know, the MLB plays 162 games in about 180 days. So they're taking 18 of those days away 
because we've lost the first three series of the season. Opening day will now be April 7th. Uh, A couple of highlights from MLB being back. There's now a universal DH rule. RIP pitchers that rake. Bartolo. Zach Grinke can't get the record uh, for most hits by a pitcher. That's crap, dude. Uh, However, now we get to see aging superstars like Albert Pujols hit 220 for the next three years. So that's fun, right? No. Uh, Also, we have a 12. We have a 12 team playoff now. That means six from uh, each division. Boo! Should have. Although it sounds, although it sounds boo, we do lose one of the greatest. FUs in sports, which is a one-game uh, baseball wild card. Yeah, but it should have been seven. Right. However, what we have to talk about now is the top two seeds will get a bye. So this is like, remember the old NFL playoffs? The top two seeds will get a bye. Then three will play six and four will play five in a, in a best of three series. But if you guys know anything about baseball, you don't really want to be taking that many days off, especially during playoff time. So what this means is if a team goes, let's say the number six team wins, but they win in a best of three series, that's five days that the number one seed has to take off while playing baseball. And especially with guys playing nowadays, if you throw as fast as guys these days do, you don't want to be taking five days off when you're the number one team. But we got rid of the one-game playoff, so that's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty low bar, I guess. I mean, I guess if that's where we're we're drawing it. So, uh, you know, baseball messed it up again, so it is what it is. Um, at least... At least baseball's back. I literally got a haircut. I it might have been the day of or the day before. Uh, they were like, because we I always go in and they ask me about sports and stuff. They ask me about the podcast and, and then, or music, and they're like, "Are we getting baseball this year?" <laughs> I'm like, "How the fuck am I supposed to answer that fucking question?" <laughs> I was just like, "I don't know. It's billionaires versus millionaires. As much as they try to tell you, that's not what it is." You're, and, you're you're their subject matter expert, dude. You have to be able to to tell them yes or no on baseball. And I told him, look, I told him, look, this is my this is my final answer. There's too much money to be lost for millionaires and billionaires, and all they do is love money. There will be a season. Now, I don't know when that will be, <laughs> but there's too much money involved. So. Uh, all right, so now that we've covered baseball and uh, the new international draft. Oh, yeah, that's right. We didn't cover that. But that's coming down the road eventually. They tabled it until the winter time. We'll go ahead and move into today's episode. We've got a lot coming for you. NFL's uh, offseason hasn't officially started. I believe the official date is like the 15th. But we're in the legal tampering window, which whatever the fuck that means. Which is free agency without calling it free agency. Yeah, which is free agency. They've announced all the contracts, the details. Everything has happened except you can't sign until 
the official new league year starts, which is why we'll get into why the Cowboys are goons again. Uh, we'll be doing pop culture pick them. We're doing top five rivalries in sports for obvious reasons. It's March Madness season. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are officially in the week of March where the largest betting weekend in Vegas happens every year. None other than the madness that is March. Don't ask me why all the degenerates like to go bet in the most difficult, <laughs> like difficult sport, you know, playoff to bet. But this is the time they like to go. Maybe it's because they're getting out of the snow. Maybe it's because Papa Joe put an extra $100,000 stimmy in their pocket. You know, but it is what it is. But we're going to get there, and March Madness is here. Uh, UCL, I believe the the na- knockout stage has wrapped. Correct. Uh, two more. Tomorrow. Sorry, two more games tomorrow, and that'll wrap the knockout stage. There's already been some room three hundred three heartbreak, but if you <laughs> if you follow the motto, fade us, you made buku bucks, as the French would say, right, Eric? All right. So, <laughs> with that being said, uh, before we get any further, I want to go and let the listeners at home know that we have a Room 303 bracket challenge going on right now. There may be a prize at the end of it. I have to discuss off the line with the with my co-host. Look at Eric; he's got ideas already. This is my podcast. I'm the one you should be talking oh, to. Oh, yeah. I'm the knight. It's like his head gets closer to the camera when he's like, I make the decisions around here. We get you, bro. All right, we get it. You're the executive producer. You got to start putting him in his place and just have one camera so he doesn't even have a camera. <laughs> like, go on the internet and block his computer's camera. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look at him. He's so big. <laughs> no, you, don't scare the kids at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll go in and get into pop culture pick them. Let's, let's make it a bit quicker than we usually do. I feel like it takes us forever to get through this. But it's always uh, highly comical. So top five sports rivalries. The order is Eric. What was it? Eric Nick Jermaine or Nick Eric Jermaine? You never gave me one. I put it in the private chat like I put everything. But it's not in this one because that was in the other other studio. Time to redraw. Oh, great. The executive producer's on one, ladies and gentlemen. He's right. getting, getting big for his britches. Hey, hey, you got to be a manager now, Eric. That's when that. the team does well, it's the team. When the team fails, it's on you. What's it going to be, coach? That EP money hits different higher. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I did give him money to be a, to, to be an executive producer. I've paid his yearly salary so far. <laughs> yeah, because he's made a dumb bet. I don't know. I think that's a pretty solid bet. And you came in high with the number. I was just like, whoa. I was like, Eric, you got to take this bet, bro. Uh, Eric, Jermaine, Nick is the order. I believe you and I flopped, Nick. So if you want the second pick, you can have it. If not, we'll keep it this way. You're good. Okay. I go last. You go last, correct. Okay. So, good thing the EP, EP's tracking all this, bro. It's called communication. It was in the chat. 
It's not. I'm not gonna tell you to check the chat. Now your heart can't be broken unless you choose a terrible first rivalry. No, it's going to get broken every time he's going to clap mid when we get to picks three and around three and four. Eric's going to clap and we're going to be like, you had three picks to get who you wanted. I'm just going to choose all Philly matchups. Please do. He doesn't watch Philadelphia sports, bro. Oh, here we go. All right. We'll go first then, Eric. Uh, with my first pick, just because I absolutely fucking hate this team, I'm going to go with the University of Texas and the University of Oklahoma. Number one rivalry off the board, and you go Texas-Oklahoma? This is my list. He's not even a Texas fan. He's a UNC <laughs> This is just <laughs> Jermaine, show the kid how to do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm going the best rivalry. It's the one that cursed a franchise for all of eternity. It's Red Sox-Yankees. It's Red Sox-Yankees. <laughs> like, like, I have my list, Eric, but it's red, one of 1.01 is Red Sox-Yankees. Bro, fuck baseball. Fuck both those Whoa. teams. I don't care. It's not a rivalry to me. I mean, it is a rivalry, but I just don't care about it. So move on. Whoa! Fuck baseball, you, Eric. You can, maybe you need to contain your emotions. You're you're in a place of power now. You can't just be lashing out at your subordinates. <laughs> you took the fuck baseball comment personally. No, I'm just. I say I'm a little harassed in this in this new work in this new workplace. Jermaine yeah. had a very open and support. We had a very open and supportive workplace. All right, good pick, Jermaine, Eric. I, ah. uh, <laughs> my rivalry number one, just because it attracts like some of the largest crowds every year, and we don't really think of it as Americans. Real Madrid, Barcelona. Oh, I knew that's where you're always go. a great game. I mean, like they and they're never short of money. Like at least some some U.S. rivalries have dipped and gone away. Real Real and Barcelona is always good. So that's my first that that'll finish up our first round. Ooh. I I will for for my second to start the second round, I'm going to choose a, a rivalry that has gone away but in my opinion is one of the greatest hockey, hockey rivalries of all time. And that's Colorado Avalanche Detroit Red Wings. We've talked early episodes, we've given you guys like a bunch of facts on it. I think from 1995, when the Avs were created, until 2004, seven of the nine Western Conference champions were either the Red Wings or the Avalanche. And they met five times in the playoffs. That helps. When you play... Uh, when you play... For all the marbles? The, yeah. Yeah, in the playoffs, it's... It just... Uh, just... You know, this changes it, man. It just it's makes different. it that it's just different, bro. Yeah. So, um, so that's back to me then. So I'm gonna go ahead and take uh the show that I was gonna ask you if you started watching yet, Nick. But there's the um man, what, Winning Time on HBO Max. Have you watched well, it? Showtime. It's on HBO. Yeah, I know, but I thought it was called Showtime. 
Or is no, it called Winning Time? It's called Winning Time. Oh, okay. yeah. I don't know. Showtime seems like the obvious name, but I guess because <laughs> it'd be funny for HBO to name their show Showtime, wouldn't it? That'd be hysterical. But I'm gonna go Lakers Celtics. Uh, yep. Always good. Uh, you know that three part documentary series they had on it was fire. Uh, Magic Bird, Kobe versus Paul Pierce. <laughs> I mean. It's just it's produced a lot of all-time great games, great moments, champions, you know, iron sharpens iron. And now it's created a, a fantastic television series thus far. We're two episodes in, and every time I watch a scene, I'm just like, this is how I want to picture it happening in the 80s. Like I'm, I know, I know it's hyperbole, but like this is how it happened. I need to check it out for sure. I that was I, I was I was debating between that one. And and my pick. Hey, the the casting as well. Man, some of these characters look really good. The uh, magic Magic Johnson from the previews looks like a young Magic Johnson. I that's exactly what Eric and I said. They showed Kareem and Eric and I both looked at each other like, I mean, he's not seven. He's not seven one, but right. Yo, that motherfucker looked like Kareem for sure, bro. <laughs> And uh, Jerry West looks like Jerry West. And, uh, man, and then Michael Chiklis showed up. And Eric and I were both like, what? And he looks just like Red Auerbach. He looks just like Red Auerbach. So he showed up as Red Auerbach, bro. So he's he's going to be like John C. Riley's like, big foil, obviously. Because Red is, uh, you know, Boston legend. Well, he's shit. He's fucking NBA Royals. NBA legend, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, that's my second choice. Let's go ahead and move into Eric's uh, two, 203 and uh, 301. All right, so I'm not sure if many people keep up with this, but everything I've read, everything my dad talked about, I got to go with Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's a great pick. I don't have any – experience past like watching highlight like watching old highlights of it yeah i never watched that but i do know it is a rivalry <laughs> you know of it That's yeah right. yeah well, no, i know so of it it's, okay. it's, a, it, it's a great pick eric but it's Jermaine and i are just kind of like it's just if you look at their history they faced off 62 times yeah uh, that's what that's pretty much that's all, epic. all all i know is that they always played each other so i was like yeah that makes sense like that's yeah, a great black people allowed to golf yet i think they were catting at the time well then there you go doesn't count <laughs> all right and then with pick 301 uh in honor of march madness the other college team i root for i'll go with duke and north carolina oh, of course you do i didn't know this about you isn't oh, that disgusting to have two is. colleges? He's like, let me pick, let me pick the football school and the basketball school. Oh. Two different sports. Yippee! Yippee! Yeah, two sports. different primetime programs in those sports. That's awful. And you're a Red Sox fan too. I know, dude. I give him crap all the time. <laughs> it's not the first time I've said anything about this, Eric. Eric, <laughs> look at the trips. I'm just, I, I, like, I don't like, get it. All right. For the Red Sox, I didn't care about baseball growing up. When I started watching, they broke the curse. So I stuck with them. So you're a bandwagon fan. Got it. 100%. You're the reason the Red Sox stink now, because they just have a bunch of bandwagon fans. 
Sorry. <laughs> no, the Red Sox stink now because they finally started winning when the Yankees started losing. Because they st- no, because they started buying players like <laughs> yeah, the Yankees. Yeah, they they beat the Yankees at their own game, and now they're they're insufferable little twats, bro. The Red Sox said, "Wait, Boston's a major sports market. <laughs> spend, spend, hurry." They figured out how the Celtics and uh, like, we can just buy guys. We can do that. <laughs> and they had Theo. Oh, that helps. Definitely helps. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and go Cubs Cardinals for my my third pick. Great pick. Yeah, definitely. Cubs Cardinals. Uh, little. It's kind of like. It's kind of like. It's. It's one, also one of those rivalries that was like that was like great, but both teams have never really been great. <laughs> like when the Cubs are good, not, cons- not good consistently, goals. you know, right? Consistently, but always an awesome. I mean, at two two awesome venues in Wrigley and Bush, they can play at. Yeah, a lot of a lot of murder in both cities, right? You know Just <laughs> Chirac versus St. Louis. Uh, yeah. So I look, I. I get jacked every time the Cubs play the Cardinals. So uh, that to me is like one of the, my top rivalries. And uh, that's what I'm going to go with. So I'll, I'll go college football and just a shout out to a, to a podcast listener. Since I've heard so much about it in the last couple of years, I'm going to go with the world's largest outdoor uh, cocktail party, Florida versus Georgia. It seems like every year, one of these, like it, it's a good game, and even when Florida has been not good recently, they've always had a chance to knock off Georgia. They show up for that game. Show up for that game. That's all you need to do. All right. So I, my fourth pick, I'm going to stick in the realm of golfers, like Eric did, but I'm going to hey. go two guys that we grew up with, Tiger Phil and the Tiger Philly, the Tiger, Dirty Phil Mickelson, activate the calves and hit bombs. Yeah, bro. Mickelson. And for a while there, Phil Mickelson was really holding down that number two spot and could not win a tournament. And that's what made it so great, is that going into Sunday when Tiger would put on the red, Phil would epically collapse. That underdog story, bro. That's right. <laughs> it was like average Joes versus Globo, Jim. That's yeah, that's yeah. And, and except if Globo Gym won like the most tournaments in a six year span of any Globo of any gym ever. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and here I'm gonna pick two teams as the rival, and it's some it like epitomizes the nineties basketball for me, but it's Bulls Pistons, Bulls Knicks, mm. and it's just it's just a Bulls nineties run. You know what I mean? Because the Pistons weren't the rival the whole time. It was the Pistons, and then it was the Knicks. So, like, Bulls versus the 90s, I guess, is the rivalry you want to put in there. But uh, I also have much hate and disdain for the Indiana Pacers. Fuck you, Reggie. <laughs> and so uh, that's what I'm going with for my fourth pick. Yeah, maybe I should venture out and pick other sports, huh? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Try ba- baseball, basketball. That's it. That's all I got, bro. Try it sometime. <laughs> all right. All right. And then uh, I'll close this out my, my last two picks. Um, this was a little different. I'm going to go Tom Brady versus the Manning brothers. 
The Manning brothers? Yeah. I don't feel like there was ever a rivalry between him and Eli. Eli just came in and whooped that ass. <laughs> it was once. <laughs> Eli was like that big brother when he would beat Tom in the AFC. He would or he would beat Peyton in the AFC. And Eli would come whoop that ass for beating up on my brother. Yeah, I was I so I was thinking we were doing like team rivalries. I didn't know we were doing people rivalries. I mean, I don't have any issues. I was like, I'm sorry for that long pause. I, I I yeah, I mean I didn't know like that's where we're going, but that's I don't really consider like in 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 golf, I understand that that's a rivalry, but I don't consider well then I mean you can I mean you can we can throw in magic versus bird. Yeah, but that's Lakers versus Celtics. Well, it was also in college. If you want me to switch, no, no, that's fine. No, that's a perfectly good pick. I just wasn't thinking that way. My last pick is uh, Tyson versus Holyfield. Okay, yeah, yeah. See, that that makes sense (laughs) in my head. That's a good pick for sure, though. Um, damn, you got a level rivalry where a man tells another man that he's going to eat his kids. What is this, semi-pro? <laughs> oh, did <laughs> I will burn your house down with your <laughs> wife in it. <laughs> that's, oh, dude, that scene gets me. Every Maybe she time. didn't go to heaven, Jackie. <laughs> Father Pat, <laughs> bro the the pool the the uh, poker scene. Yeah. When, he, when he says jive turkey, no one's calling getting... anyone a JT. <laughs> the gun goes off, bro. Oh, all right. Sorry, I got sidetracked. All right. So, for my fifth and final pick, I'm going to pick the New Orleans Saints versus Carolina Panthers. Boop, 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 boop. It's, re- it's real one sided. You know, one team is the class of the NFC South, and the other team is also in the NFC South. At this point, I'm just going to agree with you. Like, I'm, I'm, done, I'm done fighting for Carolina right now. I've already put all my jerseys back in storage. Like, they're not coming out probably for another two years. Until we get rid of Sam Darnold and we fire Matt Rule, I'm not a Carolina fan. I'm, I'm taking a, a sabbatical from the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I would be remiss to not pick this, right? Like, if right. we did our own podcast and neither of us picked this, is, are, right. is this really a sports podcast? Uh, uh, my final rivalry pick is going to be the uh, Philadelphia, the city of Philadelphia against any of its sports teams. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> is Eric against any Philly sports team? Yeah, bro, Eric versus his, versus his teams. All he does is talk shit about them. All they do is perform like shit. You know what? I have been sticking in the realm. I was searching for kind of an an, an offshoot one and, and kind of a not a sport that we hadn't really thought of. I'm going to go Nadal Federer in, in tennis. Yo, uh, Sampras versus Agassi, bro. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Venus versus Serena. <laughs> I don't think they play. Eric, can you look up how many times they played? Wait, am hey. I allowed to ask you that, sir? Yeah, I know this is your podcast now. Right, right. I beseech you, oh, oh mighty executive producer. 
<laughs> oh, omnipotent 31 one. Thirty-one times. Right. Thirty-one. That's a. Rivalry. I didn't think they played that much. That's that's a rivalry, bro. <laughs> right. Fuck, that's a Serena lot. leads nineteen twelve. Oh, it's pretty even too. Damn. How many times did Federer and Nadal play before I changed my answer? I think it's about the same time. Same. Who did? Who was John McEnroe's rival? York. Yeah. Bjorg. Bjorg, yeah. Bjorn Bjorg. <laughs> what a great name, dude. <laughs> oh, that's matches. a good one. We should do that one in the next couple of weeks. Greatest sports names ever. Oh, that's fun, bro. <laughs> Can I pick at Aliciousness 88? <laughs> <laughs> as long as I get the player formerly known as Mouse Cop. <laughs> No construction drill noise. If you guys haven't seen, if you don't know what we're talking about, go watch Key and Peel East West game right now. Pause the podcast, watch yeah. the YouTube video, come back. I don't care if you're driving. I don't care if you're if you're at a funeral, watch it. And laugh with us. All right, Eric, what's the number for this one? So they've had 40 matches. Oh, 40. From 2006 to 2008, they contested in every major open yeah yeah exactly holy cow that was why we that's why we think of that rivalry like that. holy cow what a great pick <laughs> hey. hey hey go hey. guys hey good job Nick. <laughs> i sure can't pick a professional podcast <laughs> yo i didn't even know it was that much but i remember that that's what yeah. got me into hockey i mean hockey. That's a, oh <laughs> strike one that's baseball. This is tennis. Oh, <laughs> or 30 love. You're supposed to say fault. Oh, double fault. Yeah, bro. Damn. You dropped the ball on that one. All right, Eric, you got them written down. Just so I don't sound like an idiot. Reading these back. Yeah, it's on the tracker. You don't have it up? Yeah, I got it up. It's like a power thing, though. This fucking liar. He doesn't have it. I'm trying, to, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to take back the power. Uh, I think we got some good rivalries here. All right. I've got the classic rivalries, though. Well, I wouldn't call Saints Panthers classic. Saints <laughs> classic rivalry. It's a real classic, Eric. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, like, okay, so look up, Eric, look up, can we look up the uh, NFC South winners? Just look up the NFC South winners. Dude, the NFC South is a shit show. There was a period in time when the Saints or the Panthers dominated, like, won the NFC South for probably, like, five years in a row, if not six years. I think it was longer than that. I know that the Panthers and the Saints are the only two teams to win three straight division titles. Yeah, and the Saints won four. Right. So, <laughs> 2020 to 2011, the Falcons won two. You guys, you guys won the rest. Four for the Saints, three for the Panthers. Yeah, but hey, remember when the Falcons Five went the to the Saints. Super Bowl? <laughs> hey, 28 to three, bitches. Ooh, the quote Cam Newton. Damn, at least we didn't lose that bad. <laughs> the Cam Newton really say no, that? No, no, no. 
but it's an all-time meme that I sent my buddy directly after the Falcons lost. Oh, no! Because he sent me a meme directly after the Panthers lost, like, like oh, right. Cam is like crazy hair doesn't win Super Bowls or something. Hey, he laid the gauntlet. All right, what were you saying, Eric? So you guys, the Saints have seven division titles. The Panthers have five. The Saints have one NFC championship and one Super Bowl. The Panthers have two NFC championships and a big fat donut. You called your quarterback who took you to the NFC championship game the N-word three games into the next season. I don't want to hear it. Whoa, whoa. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, you did you as an Eagles fan specifically did. <laughs> no. This is a discussion among greats. You take ownership, Eric. God Bro, damn it. You, you take, take ownership. ownership. <laughs> I'm not responsible for what the city of Philadelphia does. We should put uh what was what was that? Cooper Riley or Riley Cooper? Riley Cooper, put, yeah. We should put that on Eric as well. Right. <laughs> Eric, you're not responsible for the city of Philadelphia. Quick question. Do you have a Philadelphia sports team tattooed anywhere on your body? Quick yeah, poll. Right, right here on my leg. Well, you do on your leg. Oh, so you're partly yeah. with your part. You want the high highs, but not the low, low not the N-word N-words, do you? Hey, we're seeing a trend here. That's how he's treating this podcast. Right. You don't take ownership for anything. Just the W's. Just the wins. Well, you're like you're like the bet. You're like college basketball coaches. Win, win, win. Scandal, scandal, scandal. Ah, uh, <laughs> get rid of that. <laughs> brush, brush, brush. Under rug, rug, rug. All right, Eric, go ahead and give us your five in order, and then we'll, we'll then we'll give ours and we'll move on. All right, so I took UT Oklahoma, Nicholas versus Palmer, Duke versus North Carolina, Brady versus the Manning brothers. What? Why were you breathing so hard? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, every time. Tyson, uh, Tyson Holyfield, and my honorable mention. Is the great city of Philadelphia Eagles versus, versus the bum-ass Cowboys. Damn, I'm really shocked I didn't make your list. You went with Tom Brady versus the Manny Brothers. The Manny, yeah, the Manny. It was, it was, if you look at Tom Brady and the playoff run they had, it was always him and the Colts. And then when he got past them, he was losing the baby bro. <laughs> I know, but you watch every Eagles-Cowboys game. It was with, also Manning the Broncos. Don't forget about that. With your friends. Like, actively yelling at each other. <laughs> I just have bad well, memories well, about that rivalry. Well, yeah. Okay, not all rivalries go the way you want it, bro. Go look at Texas's record versus Oklahoma lately. <laughs> all right, so my list. I got Yankees, Red Sox, classic. Lakers, Celtics, classic. Cubs Cardinals, classic. Bulls versus 90 teams, classic. And Saints versus Panthers, not so much classic. So I had Real, I had I had Madrid and Barcelona. I had the Colorado Avalanche and the Red, the Detroit Red Wings. I had Tiger and Phil. I missed one in there. Florida, Georgia. I had Florida, Georgia, Tiger, Phil, and Federer Nadal. If only there was a tracker that Eric created. If only there was. <laughs> Alas. So, uh, EP note, uh, Texas leads the series all time at 62, 50, and 5. What's it been the last five years? That's what I asked when <laughs> I got the all-time lead. So I was like, all right, we'll flex on him. Yeah. <laughs> what does the five mean? You can't tie in, 
in in college football, can you? Back in the you day, you used to be time? able to. Like, if you look at oh. the Army Navy game all time, they had like ten ties. <laughs> That's so dumb. So Oklahoma's four and one in the last five with four consecutive wins. Oh yeah, right. and then if you and then if before that, I think Oklahoma was like five in a row. It's not been good, boys. Yeah, Mac Brown said bye, and Oklahoma said, do you mind if we whoop that ass? <laughs> All right, so that was the pop culture pick for today's episode, ladies and gentlemen. We'll go ahead and move into um, – let's touch on UCL, and then we'll get into a little bit of the NFL news. Maybe we don't get too in-depth with it because it's not completely over yet. We're still going to have some more coming. Um and then we'll get into March Madness, which is the uh, the the tips and tricks of the show. So you want to walk us through the UCL, Nick? Yeah, I'm fed up. I'm fed up with UCL. <laughs> I thought you were good at betting UCL. I thought I was. Maybe it's just maybe it's just the group stage. Maybe it's because we can't announce that this is our bets. If we right. if we put them out into the ether, the universe's energy actively works against us. Right. So we know we, we talked to you last time. Uh, since then, uh, four, sorry, six games have happened. There are two left. Uh, Liverpool played Inter. Liverpool, did they tie? Did they tie 0 0? They lost 1 0. Oh, they lost 1 0. Okay. Liverpool lost, or Inter won 1 0. Liverpool advanced 2-1 on aggregate. We're looking good on our parlay so far to advance. <laughs> Bayern, in typical Bayern fashion, won 7-1 at home. Let me, know, let me know if you've heard this one before, boys. Bayern gets beat on the road, like ties on the road, and then whoops a team at home. Hashtag Barcelona. They beat Salzburg 7-1, 8-2 on aggregate. Man City who I thought would win, had the potential to win the second leg 5-0, parked the bus, and tied 0-0. They won 5-0 on aggregate. Uh, PSG and Real, I did give you guys this bet. I said Real to win, Real to advance. We're looking great so far. We had Liverpool, Bayern, Man City. We're looking great. I said Real to advance. PSG. 2-0 aggregate lead. Kareem Benzema, hat trick, scored two goals in two minutes. Real Madrid wins 3-0. They win 3-2 on aggregate. They advance. Wow, Nick's a profit. He gives us all these great bets. We're good through the first week of UCF. And then what happened today? Home team shit the bed. I said Ajax. We loved Ajax. We bet, or Ajax, we bet Ajax to win here on Room 303. But what's the podcast motto, Jermaine? Fade us. I say every episode. Benefica beats an Ajax team that has not scored less than three goals at home this Champions League and has not allowed a goal at home. They beat them one nothing. They win. They advance 3-2 in aggregate. At home. Ajax was at home. Then, Atletico is playing Man U. They tied 1-1 the first leg. 
I did warn a little bit. We have been warning you this whole time. Man, you might not be the team to bet on. No, no, not we. I have been warning you. You continue to bet I, on them. I warned everybody. <laughs> I have been warning everybody to not bet on Manchester United. Lies. Oh, wait. So I bet on Manchester United, as is my beaten spouse approach. Atletico wins 1-0. They advance 2-1 on aggregate. And United was at home. And United was at home. Two goalless defeats by that home teams. And so tomorrow we have uh, Chelsea and Lillet. I don't even know if that's really how you say it. Lillet? Lillet? Whatever. And Lille. Yeah. Lille? <laughs> Lille. Eric, how do you say that French word? It's Lille. L-O-S-C. Got it. <laughs> and Juventus will play Villarreal uh, tomorrow. Chelsea leads 2-0 on aggregate. And Juventus uh, is tied 1-1. Uh, Chelsea is not at home, so I think they're going to advance tomorrow. <laughs> oh, and God. who knows at this point? Villarreal is probably going to win one nothing. Kiss of death, bro. All right. So Kiss. next next week we'll tell you how the uh, round of eight or the quarterfinals are going to shake out. We just picked Chelsea. That's a, that's a wrap for them. <laughs> it's over for Chelsea. Oops. Oops. Uh, I think. Uh, I think. England is saying that for them, though. How awesome would it be if Chelsea won the Champions League again in spite of all this absurd, like, sanctions? And then FIFA would come on the field, and when they're celebrating, take the trip. <laughs> Sorry, this is ours now. <laughs> this is ours. We're repoing we're, we're repo this. Oh, God, I would love to see that whole situation. I root for storylines. That's a storyline that would crack me up. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, what's his – is it's – it's Roman. Eva, Eva, Eva Mrovich, right? Ibramovich. Ibramovich, thank you. Roman Ibramovich, the former Chelsea owner. Current, uh, current. Oh, is he still current? Okay. He, he hasn't sold yet. Right, hasn't sold the team. Being forced to sell the Chelsea team because he's a Russian oligarch. Well, that's the fucked up part. They're not letting the sale go through. So they basically... <laughs> Frozen Chelsea in fucking nowhere land. Stasis is what I like <laughs> Eric, to call Eric, it. Can you put down the list of, of of sanctions FIFA has leveled against Chelsea. By the way, as not a Chelsea fan, I think this is hilarious. It's very comical because I'm not a Chelsea fan, but it makes no sense. <laughs> right. Like, so let's take us down a list of transgressions. So they froze the bank accounts. Then they no, froze. No buying or selling. They, then they froze the credit cards. That would crack me up. <laughs> no, no actual buying or selling. <laughs> then they denied all contract extensions. <laughs> no keeping. <laughs> and lastly, they can't sell tickets for home games. I love it. <laughs> what did you tell us pre-show? Tell us, tell the people what you told us pre-show. What Chelsea? The request that Chelsea had of the EPL. So they. Asked if when they have when they host Chelsea, if they wouldn't mind not selling home game <laughs> tickets to stand in and you know what, you know what every team said, get fuck yourself, get fucked. We're gonna make so much money with them coming to see you. 
That's so funny, dude. Christian, I mean, Christian Pulisic, if you're listening to this, get out while you can. Anyway. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I'm tapping the, on the table, and Eric's like, I can hear it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got I've got nervous energy for some reason. Um, all right. So that was hysterical. Chelsea sucks. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> Eric looks so sad. Bro, they're not allowed to use the team plane, which he owns. Like, they've basically frozen anything that belongs to him in the UK. He can't enter the country. He can't communicate with the club. And he can't yield offers. Uh, what I said was like, sell tickets. let him sell the team, but into an account that you can freeze. Right. Um, you need to do research and get us an answer as to why, like, why yeah, they're why, doing why are they trying to mess him up? Because I've keep I've asked Eric, and Eric hasn't really told me. And I was uh, like, by the way, by the way, however you say it, Lily, Lilay, uh, they're plus three twenty on the money line tomorrow. So I'm gonna sprinkle Ooh, a little pizza. I'm gonna sprinkle a little pizza money on the plus three twenty. I love Wednesday pizza. It's almost as good as Thursday pizza, and just Wednesday as good as pizza. Friday pizza. <laughs> Let's see. How much does a pizza cost these days with inflation? Ten dollars. Let's make a bet. <laughs> we go live on the podcast. Lalay to win. What is that? Thirty-two dollars. Thirty-two bucks. Yeah. Hey, prime, prime minister, Boris fucking Johnson, whatever his dumbass name is. <laughs> there. That'd be uh, an awesome prime minister name if your name was Boris fucking Johnson. <laughs> They're sanctioning Abramovich. Sounds a little rapey, to be honest. <laughs> I was thinking more awesome. For having clear connections to Vladimir Putin, and they consider him a businessman who has blood on his hands. I know you guys can't see it, but Eric did the white man version of a black woman's snap there. <laughs> pointing, pointing with his palm turned down so at the, the TV. So essentially what I get here, is that he was a lobbyist who kept Vladimir Putin in office, much like people. Sorry, one last thing. <laughs> a, a steel company that Abramovich owns apparently supplied steel to the Russian military. And that's no, how he made it's, it's how he made billions of dollars. Can we talk about how Man City spends three hundred million every transfer period with Saudi oil money? No, we don't want to talk about that. American sports would be fucked if this happened. George Bush, <laughs> I think, owned the Texas Rangers while in office. It, that's this is staggering how absurd this is. So they sold steel to a government that then used the steel to do whatever they wanted for their military. And then they – this is absurd, yeah. dude. And the, just, US, the, the U.S. rich population would be screwed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every rich person in the U.S. would have no assets, bro. Oh, I'd love to see that. It's like a purge. And, and just to kick him while he's down, an avid Jew who's proud of it, has been suspended from having relations with the Holocaust Memorial of Israel, who he was one of the biggest funders or donators. What a, 
Kind of seems like kind of seems like you're kind of cutting your shooting yourself in the foot there, Holocaust Memorial. What is happening? I don't. I I need more concrete, something more concrete than sold steel to the Russian government. Like right. No, no fucking shit. If I have a steel company and a government comes and asks me for steel, I'm gonna be like, yeah, right. it's quadruple the price. <laughs> right. If I'm <laughs> Russian. And the Russian government comes asked to use my Russian buy steel for my Russian company. So Ford in the in the in the thirties and forties was just supposed to tell the US government to fuck off. You can't build your tanks here <laughs> right. in our factory. Right. I don't what is happening here? That is this is so ridiculous. Doesn't like okay, I get this, but like I get why they're sanctioning Russia, but like we don't sanction like doesn't Shahid Khan own a Premier League team? Yeah. Yeah. He, own, he owns uh Fulham. You don't think that he buys Chinese goods with his with one of his shell companies? That's what I'm saying. Where do we draw the where are we drawing the line? I listen, I don't know. There I, I would like FIFA to come out with a very like well written explanation rather than sold steel to the Russian government. Oh yeah, that's what well, that's what FIFA's gonna do, <laughs> right? Cause, yeah, because FIFA, FIFA's so upstanding, right, 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 right. I like that they said he had clear ties to Vladimir Putin. At least he didn't have muddy ties to Vladimir Putin, bro. Yeah, he sold steel. A Russian sold steel to the Russians. Like now, this now we could be looking back at this, and he could be like the most the high the biggest child trafficker in Russian history, and we'll be like, oh, let's work it back. That, that's what I'm asking for. I'm asking for something tangible, not this. Oh, my guy sold some steel. Like no fucking shit. You know, like that's what steel sellers do. <laughs> Jermaine, steel is used to make weapons. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, if you guys really fucking cared, you wouldn't have let him do anything in the first place. But. Maybe I'm just fucking in the wrong here. And I didn't really realize this till I read it. As Chelsea plays their UCO game tomorrow, the board of the Premier League is going to be voting on if Chelsea can keep its license to stay in the EPL. Yes! I, I love it. Defund them. Give them a death penalty. Bro, this is insane! I'm starting to see why the Super League was a good idea. Listen, I'm I'm team I'm team FIFA. Defund it. This this is crazier than the SMU death penalty. Are we just are we just gonna ignore like the last three directors of FIFA are like being currently investigated for fraud? Yes, we are, like, Nick. Like yes. Russian, like Russian paid, like Russia paid them. Yes, we are, Nick. Yeah, I don't know if you've I don't know if you've caught up yet, but the, yes, the most corrupt people in the world are cutting off other corrupt people as some sort of uh, valid form of moral grandstanding. That's exactly what's happening. And if people aren't concerned that they can just have banks shut your shit off, yeah, that's what I'm concerned with. You heard if it they, here first. Can't they, put your money under the couch because of inflation. Can't keep your money in the banks. And then now they're trying to get rid of cryptocurrency. And they're going to go to the crypto-based digital dollar. And that's going to be tied in when having a digital ID. God, bro, we're fucked. All this is happening to Chelsea while uh, Sheikh Mansour 
is fighting human rights accusations. The Man City dude? Yeah. Jesus. And he's been accused of laundering money through Man City. Yeah. <laughs> of course he has, bro. That's what? Why, that's why Nick brought up the oil money. What? Sports. The Saudis are using professional sports to launder money? We don't, you know, we, in America, we have higher standards than that. I saw something today that told me the uh, the law, the money laundering like laws that America has put in place only captures 0.2% of illicit money. Yeah, it's because the people who put the laws in place are laundering money. <laughs> Bro, I was like, they're saying 99.8% of illegal money. <laughs> is kept by the people who illegally well, got yeah, mattress firm owns like 75 percent of bro it. it's definitely mattress firm. it's a conglomerate of mattress firm and arby's if you guys haven't here's the thing arby's you guys have new not heard character. of this i'll explain the theory in two words google search or google maps go to google maps and just type mattress firm and see how many are in your city. There's 13 in the D.C. area. I'm not talking Maryland, Virginia. I'm talking D.C. How many? 30? 13. 13, bro. Just a, in the tiny D.C. In area. like D.C. <laughs> I don't know a single person who's bought a mattress for Mattress Firm. I don't know a single person who's worked at Mattress Firm. In fact, when I've gone into the one Mattress Firm, I don't think there was anyone working there. There is 20 in San Diego County. Yes. <laughs> San Diego's big as fuck, though. That's why it's surprising there's 13 in D.C., bro. Yeah. Like, pick, imagine those 20, but just downtown San Diego. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the island of Coronado, there'd be 13... Uh, I had to ret- I had to retract my accusation against Arby's. I didn't realize the company that owned uh, Buffalo Wild Wings and Sonic also owned Arby's, but that company just bought the Dunkin' brand. No, I'm gonna so, triple down. I thought, it, and it's but when I read it, it was just like Arby's buys the Dunkin' brand, and I'm like. How is Arby's buying Dunkin' Donuts? There's no chance. Dude, bro. Ray Kroc needs to step his game up and start money laundering <laughs> through every McDonald's on every street corner. Bro, what if that is? That's what it is, bro. And McDonald's is just slandering Arby's? That's what it is, bro. Well, I think we figured it out. Hold on, there's somebody knocking on my door. He keeps yelling something. Oh, that's we weird. And it's weird. Someone's knocking over here, too. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, no, no. Just kidding. Eric looked over on the Eric, it's a joke, man. <laughs> Yo, Eric was about to jump the balcony, dog. And for the bushes. We need to get video. Because if you guys just saw Eric's face, he legitimately, <laughs> his eyes got so big and he he gave a he gave a look to the balcony to see if he can get out. Yo, if he does jump, aim for the bushes, Eric. <laughs> aim for the bushes? <laughs> all right, Eric, uh, what are we talking about next? Uh, we're gonna, you guys want to touch NFL stuff? Yeah, we'll do we'll, we'll, that. sounded sexual. But yeah. yeah, we'll go over NFL. That was the worst way to transition, Eric. 
You asked what we're doing next. <laughs> yeah, but you go, you guys want to touch NFL stuff? <laughs> oh, dude, my new favorite thing to tell bartenders, right? When they ask if you want, want a lime, just say NFL. No, no fucking lime. Or you can just you can order it straight like that. Let me get let me get a Pacifico and a shot of tequila NFL. No fucking line. Can you actually order it like that? Well, if the bartender's up to speed. <laughs> the bartender's on speed. The bartenders I ordered from know what I'm talking about when I say it. So right. It's happened at Mavericks. It's happened at uh the plank. Obviously, the plank is a hole in the wall, though. Um and it happened at VFW. Hey, try to get the plank to sponsor this podcast. I bet they will. Bro, how sick would that be? Yo, so you know what's crazy? I was in there the other day and I was looking at photos on the wall because their wall is just covered in crap. Right. Awesome stuff, but it just has crap everywhere. And I saw these photos before they built the uh like the tide wall. They the tide would get two to three feet high all the way up to second and third street in IB. And so like in 82, 83, the tide smashed the side of the plank wall and was up to the windows and in the bar. And the, so when it would splash, it would splash up to the windows and then it pulled back. Right. So it was really only like a foot of water in the bar, but they didn't close the bar. They just kept it open and drank through the tide. That's not a tide. That's like, <laughs> that's like, not good. Well, that's because they built the the wall that breaks the waves, and so it doesn't come as high anymore. That I'd be tide gets really high though. It does, yeah, especially during King's tide. But try to get the uh, try to get the VFW to sponsor us too. <laughs> yeah, the VFW. Well, I got racially profiled one time. Oh, whoa, whoa, shocker, shocker! Not the VFW. All right, so. Uh, they were like, no, sorry, we're closed because of COVID. As they let three people behind me in, I was just like, hmm. <laughs> I was just like, all right. So what do you want to talk about with uh, NFL? Or do, do you, hold on, do you want to touch NFL? I want to touch NFL, yeah. Okay. So you, let's get into the quarterback trades. Okay. So uh, first, Russell Wilson. All right, we'll talk about Russell. Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. 33-year-old Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Mr. Unlimited. Unlimited. Is on his way to the Mile High City. Apparently he had a couple of long conversations with Peyton Manning about legacy and what it means to be a Denver Broncos quarterback. If you're hearing that as a Denver Broncos fan, that should be awesome. Because a motivated Russell Wilson is something to be reckoned with. I don't know that the Broncos got the good end of this deal, though. Did you see what they gave up? Uh, if, if I remember correctly, it is, I, a, I have the details. Do you want me to read it or you want to guess? Yeah. I, I think I remember it's Shelby Harris, Noah Fant, Drew Locke, a 2022 first and second and a 2023 first and second. And a 2022 fifth. <laughs> oh, five yikes. For <laughs> Russell Wilson and a fifth, right? A fourth. A fourth. Yeah, so they essentially swapped fourth and fifth round picks this year for uh, 2022 and added two twos and two ones for the next two seasons. Let me ask you this. 
Would you rather have Russell Wilson or the quarterback you select with those four picks? I mean, I this quarterback's draft, this quarterback draft class stinks, but that doesn't mean that next year's draft class stinks, too. No, it doesn't. But like the hit rate on quarterbacks is abysmal, as you as you know as a Panthers fan. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys had Jimmy Clausen jerseys. That was a thing. Yeah. No, Cam made me forget about all the quarterbacks. You <laughs> yeah, that's you had that real good stretch, but it's a dark list, bro. Um. Yeah, I. I don't know. I'm still going with Russell Wilson, I think. Yeah, me too. All right, so Eric's got <laughs> Eric, Eric's got something for us. So just to give you some context on that pick, next year it could be, and this is rankings, C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, Bryce Young from Bama, Anthony Richardson from Florida, Will Levis from Kentucky. Uh, it kind of runs out from there. <laughs> I, I didn't. I heard one good quarterback, C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud looks nice, though. I will yeah, say one that. But you, quarterback. but you have to be the worst team in the league to guarantee that. Right. I guess the Seahawks are the worst team in the league now. <laughs> uh, they have to compete with the Carolina Panthers. Unfortunately, they have Drew Locke and Geno Smith, and you have Sam Darnold and P.J. Walker. <laughs> no, P.J. Walker's a free agent. So is Cam. So you have Sam Darnold. Sam Sam Darnold. Same Darnold. Same yeah, Lane, Lane Darnold. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's tough. All right, so I like I like that trade for the Broncos. Uh, I don't know. Pete Carroll should just retire based off that trade, right? Yeah, like he like he's uh, going to get fired in the next two years. Yeah, absolutely. Is there a way we could bet that? Ooh, that's not on not on Bavada. Of course not. Bavada's trash, bro. All right, let's move on. The next trade on the very next day, um, Colts traded Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders. Uh, do you want me to go through the trade details, or do you want to guess it again? No, go through the trade details. All right, so the Colts received. A 2022 third-round pick, a 2023 third-round pick that becomes a second if Carson Wentz plays 70% of the plays. Stop me if you heard that before, Eagles fans. Uh, And a 2022 second-round pick. So this could be – so right now it's one second and two-thirds. It could potentially be two seconds and one-third. And the Commanders received Carson Wentz and a 2022 second round pick. So they swapped this year's second, right? So uh, the Manders move back and the Colts move up. And then they have a, a third this year as well for the Colts and potentially a second next year, which is all but assured to, you know, what is what's the word I'm looking for? Convene, concede. Concede? No, that's not what I'm looking for. Command? It's not, <laughs> it's not popping into my head. So which side of this trade do you like? 
Can I say both? Yeah, that's an option. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll say both. There's, there's not always a winner and a loser in this trade. I mean, listen, I Carson Wentz gets gets buried for a lot of stuff. I I don't think he's that. I don't think he's. I think he's an upgrade over Taylor Heineke or Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely an upgrade. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing: Carson Wentz is better than a lot of the starting quarterbacks in the league right now. And the Colts, I mean, yeah, that's a like, I mean, they kind of fleeced the Commanders. I don't think so because I always factor in the trade they made for Carson Wentz in this, and they lost a first round pick for Carson Wentz that only played one season for them, right? And it was a first round pick that didn't even make the playoffs. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a late first. This is middle first, like where you can you get great value middle first, right? Like, the Philadelphia Eagles have three first-round picks right now. How they don't have Deshaun Watson yet is wild. (laughs) But, like, I don't think that's a great trade. You traded a first-round pick, a second-round pick last year. I think think the Colts – so the Colts lost that. I think I think I think the Colts lost. Okay. I think they catastrophically overshot uh, the value Carson Wentz was going to add to that team. Okay. And since Andrew Luck, now they've they've had, I mean, they had Jacoby Brissett, and then who did they trade for midseason uh, that replaced Jacoby Brissett when Andrew Luck retired? I don't remember. I don't remember. I remember the Brian Boyer. <laughs> I know they had someone else come in, but then they had Philip Rivers at one point. Yo, Philly, Philly slinging it though. He was pretty good. <laughs> Philip Rivers was Carson Wentz. <laughs> like, he was pretty much Dude, the in, same in shit. Fifteen years. That's going to be like the Joe Montana to the Chiefs. We're just going to forget that Philip Rivers ever played on the Colts. <laughs> He's going to be a Charger in our head forever. Right, but. I mean, the fact that they got that kind of value for Carson Wentz is why I, I like your your hedge with both. What do you got? Well, I think you got to look at they traded a Carson Wentz a guy who's decent quarterback. Then you look, Mitch Trubisky's off the board. Teddy Bridgewater's off the board. They could really end up losing this trade badly as far as they have a playoff Super Bowl contention team and they might have a fucking bum at quarterback. Yeah, they don't have anyone. Yeah, so as he said, um, Teddy Bridgewater's backing up Tua. Oh, have the mighty have fallen for Teddy. And then you have Mitchell Trubisky leaving Buffalo to go start in Pittsburgh. (laughs) Shout out my boy, Mason Rudolph. (laughs) He's probably crying right now. Um, Dude, I don't know what to tell you. It's... It's bad picking. Do you think do you think Mariota comes back to this division on on the Colts? The idea of Marcus Mariota is always more powerful than actual Marcus Mariota. <laughs> Dog, that's dark. <laughs> All right, let's recap a few other trades. We have a defensive end edge rusher leaving the Bears, headed to the Chargers. That's Khalil Mack, former all defensive. Was he he was a defensive player of the year one year, wasn't he? I think he was, yeah. And then uh, the Bears received a 2022 second and a 2023 sixth. I buried this trade in the chat. And holy cow, Khalil Mack is a 30.2 million cap hit this season. 
Who took it? The Chargers. Yikes. They they paired him with Bosa, though. And still had enough to sign J.C. Jackson. They had hella cap space. <laughs> Khalil Mack is the only defensive player of the year to get traded the year after he won the award. That's <laughs> right. He won it and then got traded. That's right, because John Gruden's a crazy person. Because John Gruden's a racist. So I thought a second and a sixth for Khalil Mack, who's only, I believe, 31 or 32 right now. Bonkers. I thought it was, I thought that was low value. And I, so I was just like clowning on the Bears. And then the, the Cowboys said, Hold my beer. Or, <laughs> or did they? Where's my phone at? Oh, there it is. Uh, um, I thought you were going to say, Where's my beer at? <laughs> dude, I wish I had beer right now. So the, the Cowboys traded away wide, wide receiver Amari Cooper in a 2022 sixth round pick to the uh, Cleveland Browns and the Cowboys received a 2022 fifth and a 2022 sixth. And in my head, I was just like, yo, that is a wild trade, right? And you would think at surface level it is, even though when they drafted CeeDee Lamb, I sat here and told you, Nick, that Amari Cooper's contract is structured in such a way that he can be cut this year. Right. And if you listen to the news coming out of Dallas – I'm very surprised they had a trade partner for Cooper. Yeah, and so the Browns come in and they save Amari Cooper. I don't know. If <laughs> Just typical Browns fashion. Right? I don't know for him to be cut. Yeah, because I, I guess he wouldn't have signed there, which is probably true. <laughs> uh, so they trade for Amari Cooper and then cut Jarvis Landry, who's now a free agent. So now for a little fun stats, I sent this to you earlier in the week, and now it's going to make an appearance on the podcast. Amari Cooper ranked 30th in receiving yards in 2021 at 865 yards. With a 2021 cap hit of $22 million, the cap per each yard makes him the number one most overpaid per production wide receiver. His okay. – his amount of money per yard was $25,434. Well, that's good. So the, so the Cowboys got an upgrade, right? <laughs> so for comparison, the number one ranked was Cooper Cup, obviously all-time great season. He had 1,947 yards. His cap per yard was 2,722. Justin Jefferson was number two at 1,616 yards. His cap per yard was 1,846. Jamar Chase at number four, rookie of the year, 1,455 yards. His cap per yard was $3,851. To say Amari Cooper was an understatement, was overpaid as an understatement. Because Jarvis Landry ranked 54th in yards at 570. <laughs> With a 2021 cap hit of $14 million and 14.7. And his cap per yard was $25,810. So the Browns lose two picks, cut a receiver, get a new receiver with a 22, I think he has a $20 million cap hit this year. And they saved a whopping. $370,000. $376 per yard. From hey, the that's year. a lot of money to us little folks. For the year prior, bro. They saved a car payment per right. yard. Right. I mean, 
If that isn't the most Browns thing you've ever heard. <laughs> Is Baker Mayfield a free agent? No, Baker Mayfield, they picked up his option. He's their, he's their guy. Okay. <laughs> That's a resounding. Uh, here's, okay, what I will ask is Amari Cooper's better than Jarvis Landry, correct? I don't think so. You don't think Amari Cooper's better uh, dude, than Jarvis Dude, you know Landry? I've been riding the Jarvis Landry train for like four years. Okay, I don't agree. I think Amari Cooper's better than Jarvis Landry. Oh, okay, then I'll phrase it this way. Amari Cooper is better than a fifth and sixth round pick, correct? Mm. I would say I would say on the surface, yes, with the rumors that he's being cut. I, I don't get it. Like I, I guess you're right. He doesn't sign with the Browns, probably. He yeah. signs with a team of his choosing. The loser of this is Amari Cooper, right? Yeah, the loser is, is Amari Cooper was getting cut from the Cowboys. Right. At least he still gets his twenty million a year. And then uh Shaq Mason was traded from the from the Patriots to the Buccaneers for a fifth round pick. So that replaces the hole with the retirement that the Buccaneers offensive line had. So the rich get Richard down in the NFC South. Um, what else did we have happen? There was crazy amounts of signings. I mean, Christian Kirk steal. What are your thoughts on that, dude? I mean, incredible. <laughs> like what Christian's, like, how much of his deal does that agent get? What's his agent fee? Bro, it's got to be at least half. <laughs> Whatever it is, double it, my man. Yeah, it's not nearly enough is what it is. <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars, I saw a stat. The Jacksonville Jaguars in four players have spent $180 million already. There were... I think 16 teams last year who didn't even spend $180, $180 million the whole free agency period. And Jacksonville did it in four players. Jesus. Man, that is, that's crazy. Donta Foreman signed with the Panthers. You saw that? Love that. Uh, Jordan Hicks signed with the Vikings. Bradley Roby stays with the Saints. Desmond King signed with the Texans. Man, Desmond King, he's, he's falling, bro. Right? Didn't he used to be like a he used to be like a <laughs> premier player? Yeah, bro. Now the Texans are signing him. <laughs> I'm sorry, Desmond. Brian Beluga is on is on uh, is on is a free agent now. The he's Chargers, a whale of a man. The Chargers released him. That's an interesting uh, situation there. Cap casualty, I'm sure. Yeah, they saved 10.7 million, so it's right. for sure that. Uh, <laughs> Greg Ward and Andre Shashir are back to the Eagles. They can catch passes, right? <laughs> I mean, Greg Ward is better than Jalen Rager. Uh, I mean, if that's the bar we're setting, then right. that's not a high bar. Yeah, so DJ Reed goes to the Jets. Uh, formerly the Seahawks, I believe. Uh, yeah, and well, I mean, this is just the like Jermaine said, this is the legal tampering period, so we'll be able to we'll be able to give you guys a complete rundown of free agency, pretty much as it goes, but also at the end of free agency, kind of the winners and the losers. Yeah, here's here's the crazy thing, Eric. Google Atlanta Falcons 
wide receivers. I just want to know who's on their roster right now. <laughs> so, so Calvin Ridley, right? Obviously, Calvin Ridley's same same game parlay has got him in trouble. He's no longer playing in the league because obviously we care more about that than hitting women. I don't right. know what the NFL is trying to say, but that, that's where we're at. Right. Russell, Russell Gage signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to catch passes from Tom Brady. Right, to win a, to win a Super Bowl. Yep. Okay, right. So, Eric, read to me who's on the roster for, for the Atlanta Falcons. They have two wide receivers. Taze Sharp and Frank Darby. <laughs> Ta- Wait, Taze Sharp, like the former tight end? <laughs> yeah, the tight end wide receiver, yeah. And who? Frank Darby? Didn't uh, he play Frank the Darby Chiefs? from Arizona State. Frank Darby from Arizona State. I have no clue who that is. Uh, so, so Zacchaeus Olamides is not on that squad anymore. I know I said that name wrong. So, are you serious? Who's who's he with? So, I Bro, got another question. How many holes are in Matt Ryan's wall right now? <laughs> how how no. broken is Matt Ryan's left hand? Hey, Kyle Pitts over under two hundred and fifty targets next. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're saying catches. Yeah, just yeah, they don't target anyone else. Zacchaeus is not on that roster. Mm-mm. Damn, that Hammer, was the Hammer the Mike oh. Davis over carries, by the way. Sorry. They classify him and Cordero Patterson as special teams players. Oh, well, Cordero Patterson's a running back, though. So they're both they're both on there, but they're both special teams. But Man, we're gonna do Cor- Corderell like that. They haven't signed Corderell Patterson yet. He's a free agent. <laughs> that's dude, that's how crazy this is. And so essentially, what I'm trying. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate you looking at that. Line. I wasn't trying to like feel like I was yelling. At him. Uh, what I was trying to establish is like, God damn, they have no wide receivers, and they have no salary cap to sign wide receivers. Where's all their salary going? Oh, dead cat money, bro. <laughs> Matt Ryan. It's also Matt Ryan. Matt yeah. Ryan pulled a Joe Flacco, so it'd be a shame if somebody used up all that cap space. It, it's in fucking sane what's happening in Atlanta. They have – Atlanta has – can you tell me this? Atlanta has uh, – I think they have two first-round picks, maybe three. I think that's wrong. Though. So pretty much guarantee Atlanta takes a wide receiver, right? I mean, they have to, right? <laughs> Yo, shout out Young Ho for getting that five-year, 24, $24.25 million contract, bro. Can they pay? Can they pay uh, a wide receiver if they draft him in the first round? I don't. I, you can, so the NFL allows that to happen. You can still right. pay them. Right. Uh, James White re-signed with the Patriots. I can't believe that dude's still going. So they only yeah. have one first-round pick, and they're projected to take – it's a projection, but Derek Stingley, cornerback from LSU. Because they're picking eight, right? Eight, yeah. <laughs> Bro, I don't know who's who's going to be the wide receiver for the Falcons, but, man, they are going to be so screwed next year. Yeah, they're not going to be okay. Did you know J.D. McKissick signed with the Bills? Wasn't he already on the Bills? No, he was on the Commanders. Formerly the football team. Yeah, Marcus Williams, five years, 70 million, RIP the homie. Damn. Again, let us say a disclaimer so the NFL doesn't come after us. They haven't signed yet. 
it's legal tampering. And like like I said before, we'll we'll give you a full we'll give you a full rundown. We want to talk about NCAA. Is there anything going on in the NCAA? <laughs> no. Did you see the Falcons jumped in on the Watson trade? Yeah, they're 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 sneakers. Watson's not going to wave his no trade to throw to only Kyle Pitts and you and I. <laughs> Who's to say? All right, so March Madness is here. Let's go ahead and run through and pick our podcast bracket, shall we? All right, so before we start picking, I know we haven't had some Knicks betting nuggets in a while that were non-UCL. Uh, so let me give you a couple of betting nuggets for March Madness. A couple of March Madness tips, if you will. You guys ready? Yeah, we're here for it. Okay. Don't don't do this 16-15 stuff. Just auto-advance the ones and twos past the first game. <laughs> Just, okay, I, I don't care that Oral Roberts won last year. Auto-advance the ones and twos. <laughs> An interesting stat. When a team has a defensive rank less or outside the top 100, they have not made it past the first weekend since 2011. The first weekend obviously being the Sweet 16. There is one team that fits that bill this year. There's sorry, there's four teams that five teams that fit this bill. Davidson, number 10 seed. South Dakota State, a number 13 seed, the darling right now to beat Providence. Ohio State, a number seven seed. Yale, a number 14 seed. And Purdue, a number three seed. So I would say Yale beats Purdue, but I don't agree with it now. Uh, Basically, coin flip the eight and nines. Right? Just pick whoever you like. Pick favorite color. Pick best mascot. I don't care. Pick pick eight or nine. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> so Eric gave us this stat in pre-show. All right. And Eric, you correct me if I'm wrong on any of these teams. The last, what's the year? Since 97. Since 1997, the champion of college basketball, the winner of March Madness, has been at least top 40 in offensive efficiency and at least top 25 in defensive efficiency. This year, there are seven teams that meet this metric. Arizona, Baylor, UCLA, Auburn, Texas, Tennessee, and Arkansas are the teams that meet that metric. You missed, I get that right, Eric? You're looking at me crazy. You missed uh, Gonzaga? And Houston. Oh, Gonzaga and Houston. You're right. Sorry. The reason that I miss Gonzaga and Houston is pick a winner from the six major conferences in basketball. ACC, Pac-12, Big Ten, Big 12, Big East, and SEC. Winner comes from there. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Yeah. What do you guys think? I have some more betting nuggets as we go on, but that's that's to start us off with our picking. Uh, yeah, no, that's good to me. Sounds good to me. I'm with it. Uh, right now, Indiana is beating um, Wyoming. Wyoming, yeah. So interesting stat on that. 
at-large teams with a losing conference record. This is since 2011. 50% of them have won at least one game, right? Be it the first four or the opening round of 16. The three at-large teams that meet that criteria this year, TCU, Iowa State, and Indiana. But you're counting the round of the 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 play-in game to get correct. Oh, but since 2011, nine of ten of the first four teams have advanced to the round of 32, meaning they've won their first game. That means Rutgers, Notre Dame, Indiana, and Wyoming. So, if you're a betting man like us. Indiana has already won their one game if they beat Wyoming. That means either Rutgers or Notre Dame will win their matchup against number six, Alabama. And Rutgers and Notre Dame are playing each other. Correct. Either Rutgers or Notre Dame will win. Right, 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 right. Wow. That's what you're calling, big fella. All right. So, Nick's Nuggets out of the way. We'll go ahead and start in the West bracket uh eric can you tell me who was the one 101 was gonzaga the, the, They're the, the overall the one, overall yes. one okay so we're starting with the overall one we have gonzaga versus georgia state i'm assuming we're picking gonzaga it auto advance the ones and the twos all right so <laughs> this is the podcast bracket we're picking out so gonzaga arizona duke Villanova, those are the one and twos for the West and South. No. So, Duke is actually a two. And. Yeah, I said those are the ones and twos for the West and the South. Just making sure. Uh, DJ Jermaine on the ones and twos. (laughs) Keep me in check. I got you. Then we got Baylor and Kansas, the other two one seeds for the East and Midwest. Big bomb. And we have Kentucky and Auburn, the other twos for the East and Midwest. So those are advanced for us automatically. So let's go ahead and get into the eight and nine in the West. Boise State and Memphis. Uh, coin flip here. I'm going to go with my boy Penny just because he's my boy Penny. You know? I agree. Memphis. Hopefully, hopefully he gets two cents. Uh, we'll get uh, – so now we got UConn, New Mexico State. Five versus 12 matchup is usually a good spot to pick an upset. I don't know if this is the one I like, though. What do you think, Nick? UConn, New Mexico State. UConn. I don't like uh, New Mexico State either. And you? UConn has a top 40 defense and a top 25 offense. I can't pick NMSU. They're a rival of UTEP. So, uh, Arkansas, Vermont, four versus 13. That's so, a, that's an interesting something to keep Something to keep in mind as we move forward. In 26 of the last 36 years, a 13 seed has won one game in the tournament. Okay, so let's focus on the 13s then. So we'll go through the, all the four 13 matches. We have Arkansas, Vermont. Mm-hmm. We have Illinois, Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. We have Providence, South Dakota State. Mm-hmm. And we have UCLA, Akron. Okay. Which ones are we thinking? So the Darlings right now is South Dakota State. I don't like that one. But like I reminded you earlier, if the defensive rank is less than the 100, 
the top 100, they do not advance of the first weekend and often lose their first game. And who who make who meets that criteria? South Dakota State. Okay, so we're not picking South Dakota State. Then. Correct. Okay, so are we picking a four? Of, are we picking a thirteen over the four? So that remains Vermont, Chattanooga, and Akron. And I'm not picking anyone over UCLA. <laughs> uh, I mean Arkansas, Vermont is an interesting matchup. That might be the one I pick, but I think I'm staying away from it. Arkansas, Arkansas meets the criteria of top 40 offense, top 25 defense. I think if we're going to pick one, it might be the Chattanooga upsetting Chattanooga. Illinois. Chattanooga. You want to ride that? Chattanooga upsetting Illinois? Fuck it. Well, funny you asked that because I have a stat for that. Wow. Teams that have You're lost so their first lost their, have been eliminated in the first game of their conference tournament, have never won the national championship. Okay. Themes this year that met it, Baylor, Auburn, Wisconsin, and Illinois. So never won the national championship. Correct. That's the bar we're setting. So we're right. talking about winning seven games. Correct. <laughs> I'm, talk, I'm trying to pick one game here. And you're Correct. Only... <laughs> uh, so are we picking Chattanooga? Yes. Awesome. Let's ride, baby. <laughs> Sorry, Eric, you've been outvoted. I know you keep shaking your head no. I heard him say just yesterday, he literally said, yeah, Illinois don't have nobody. So I like this Chattanooga bet. Let's go. Um, so now we'll move into the 6-11 in the uh, West. 6-11 is Alabama, Rutgers, Notre Dame. Let's focus on the 6-11 to 11 for a second. If you don't mind, I'll give you a nugget. Since 2010, the 6th seed against the 11th seed is 21-23. and 23. The 6th seed versus the 11th seed is 21-23 and 23 since, since when? Since 2010, 6th seeds have won 21 games. 11th seeds have won 23 games in that matchup. Oh, my goodness. That's a coin flip if I've ever heard one. Let's go ahead and hit all the 6th through 11s then. So we have Alabama playing the play-in game winner of Rutgers and Notre Dame. We have Colorado State versus Michigan. Michigan is the 11th seed. And uh, a favorite. And the favorite. We have LSU playing Iowa State. That is an interesting matchup. And we have Texas-Virginia Tech. That is the 11 we're picking. Virginia Tech over Texas. Virginia Tech over Texas, you think? Virginia Tech over Texas. Texas has lost four straight round of 64 matchups. Let's do it. Virginia Tech it is. Now, do we want to go 50-50 since it is 21-23 and over the last – or since 2010? Um, so what are the two six seeds we think are going to win? I don't think Colorado State beats Michigan. I don't think so either. <laughs> Do we think Alabama wins? Uh, Alabama could win. Okay. I think Alabama wins if it's Rutgers, and I think Alabama could lose if it's no. <laughs> and then I don't. I, LSU Iowa State is fascinating, and if Iowa State won, I wouldn't be surprised. But I think I'm going to ride LSU there. Okay. So we're going Virginia Tech, LSU, uh, Michigan, mm-hmm. and are we picking? 
We're not picking another number, another number 11. Maybe we take Rutgers, Notre Dame, and flip the Texas pick. I, I, so I think we flip the Texas pick. I think Texas wins round of 34. Or against, round, of, round of, sorry, round of 64. Against the ACC champion? Against the ACC champion, yeah. And we're taking Rutgers, or we're taking Notre Dame over Alabama. That's what we're hoping. No, I don't like that. I want. I think. I think you convinced me with the Texas stat that Texas has lost their last four. But let's. I mean, let's kick it. Let's involve E. He seems like he's falling asleep over there. He was well, he 100% can, he can jump in any time. He's literally not saying anything because he's falling asleep. No, I just. I just that's the voice of a man that was just falling asleep. <laughs> and Whenever a man you ask him a question, he goes, No, I was just no, you were 100 percent asleep. Yes or yes, Jermaine. <laughs> I was not asleep. I just the executive producer fell asleep in his Doug. second episode. Doug. I did not fall asleep. Doug, Eric, you literally I was like, you were asleep. You're like, no, I just, no, just, just rest in my eyes. Jermaine is the king. Of saying useless stats, fucking, and then you throw Texas lost four years in a row in the first round. There's the statistics. Statistically, oh yeah. <laughs> oh no. The best team with the lowest seed on both sides of the ball. They're gonna crush Virginia Tech. That's really really funny that you're gonna talk to me about useless stats when you're throwing out this palm stat that, <laughs> ding, ding. That, uh, that only that only picks one team to win when it has a list of twelve fucking teams available. Yeah, of course you're gonna pick one winner with that stat. If you have twelve teams in a, in a sixty four field and it's all the best teams, no fucking shit you're gonna pick that winner. Like you literally the other day you said the AAC. AAC team has lost six in a row when they're the lower seed or some bullshit stat like that. So, yeah, stats don't matter, just like stats do matter. That's exactly <laughs> what I told you when you brought up those arguments. So, if you have any tangible information, Texas got upset by TCU in the tournament, correct? Yeah. Virginia Tech got hot going into the tournament, won the ACC championship, correct? So, is Virginia Tech not the hotter team right now? You can say the hotter team. Yeah. Okay. So in March Madness, you bet the hotter team. That's what happens. Hot teams go far. UCLA got hot last you, year and made the final four. To give you my input. But you came at me. You, you came at me with the at, with a shot about how I'm king of useless stats when that's all you provide. By the way, a great thing to look at is how a team finished the regular season. Yeah, that's what I was just talking about, hot teams. But you, right. if Texas is the better team, we'll ride Texas. Virginia Tech, in their last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games before the tournament, were eight and two, Eric. And what was Texas? Uh, let's look at Texas. Texas. What, was, what was Texas before that? Just, let's just make picks. We're running along here. Just make the picks. Texas. All right, Texas it is. No, I said this no, is giving Texas you the record was. of Texas. Are we taking Alabama or not? <laughs> Dude, I want uh, – let's bet Virginia Tech. Screw it. I like it. Virginia Tech. All right, Virginia Tech it is. 
All right, are we taking Alabama or not? No. <laughs> so we're taking Rutgers, Notre Dame? Yeah. All right, fuck it. Let's go. Texas Tech or Montana State? Montana State has a college? They do, yeah. They're the Bobcats. Of course they are. That's the only animal in Montana. What's the, what is the stat here, Eric? Nothing for Montana State, Texas Tech? I'm letting you give the stats now. All right, who do you got? Texas Tech in this? I got one. Hold on. I'm looking for it. Sorry. Right, what's what's the stat for Michigan State, Davidson? Is Michigan, well, State, is Michigan State good this year? Davidson qualifies in that defensive rank uh, outside the top 100. Okay. So you don't like Davidson? I don't like Davidson. Is Michigan State good this year? Yes or no? I didn't watch any of the games. I thought you read all this. I thought I had I thought I had a stat for uh, Montana State. I don't. <laughs> oh wait, yes I do. I, it's the granddaddy of all stats. So the last four number three seeds to lose in the NCAA tournament opening weekend have been all Big Twelve teams. Basically, <laughs> the last so the last four so. Who were the – damn, that's crazy, bro. So, the number three seed this year from the Big 12, Texas Tech. Montana State beats them. You're taking Montana State in this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, have, I, I've tailored all these stats to convince you of my pick. We have Rutgers-Notre Dame versus Montana State, bro. <laughs> like, that's, all right, let's move on to the south. Uh Arizona's been picked. Seton Hall or TCU? Seton Hall. TCU also meets the stat of that large teams with using losing records. So pick t- TCU. TCU. They beat oh. Texas. So. Right. Uh, UA- Houston at UAB. Houston. Houston. Is Houston part of that Palm Sway stat? Uh, the top top forty, top twenty five, yes. Okay. Uh, Tennessee versus Longwood, Longwood, California, Longwood. Uh, so, uh, who's Tennessee? Rick Barnes is Tennessee's coach, right? Mm-hmm. Rick Barnes' teams are one in eleven against the spread all time in the NCAA tournament. Now that's against the spread, so pick Longwood to cover the spread, but Tennessee wins. <laughs> what is the spread on that? Uh, it's Longwood plus 17 and a half. Oh, that's a good number, too, bro. <laughs> it's, yeah, t- Tennessee's really that good, huh? 17 and a half. Ohio State at Loyola, Chicago. I think – so this is, again, I talked about Ohio State. Defense outside the top 100. I think Loyola has a very good team. So you're taking Loyola here. I'm taking Loyola. All right, so those are that's our top two brackets. So, uh, North Carolina versus Marquette, I, a UNC, I guess. <laughs> UNC was an eight team. Yeah, they weren't that good. I thought they were. I thought they were good this year. I don't know. St. Mary's at Wyoming, uh, Indiana. So Indiana won. So it's St. Mary's versus Indiana. 
Yeah, I, I would I would say Saint I would say St. Mary's. Very rarely does those teams I talked about, the at large with losing conference records, win a second game. Uh Purdue versus Yale. I wanna pick Purdue. Or I want to pick Yale, but I'm not going to because Yale's defense stinks. But I don't think <laughs> Purdue gets out of the weekend. So you think they lose to Virginia Tech? Correct. Uh, Murray State versus San Francisco. I like San Francisco. The 10 seed. Efficiency. That's how, that's what, that's what I'm going to give it. They they're they're more efficient than Murray State. San Diego State or Creighton? I like San Diego State. Did we pick all eight seeds? Did we? No, TCU won. Oh, I meant this one. All right. Uh, Iowa versus Richmond. I like Iowa. The Richmond Spiders are good at basketball, though. Uh, Wisconsin versus Colgate. (laughs) Again, I want to pick an upset. But... It's going to be Wisconsin. And then USC versus Miami. I like USC. And they're also one of the best against this, or they're one of the best ATS teams in tournament history. Tournament history? Yeah. All right, Gonzaga-Memphis. I think it's it's got to be Gonzaga. I don't you, think anyone has a chance of beating Gonzaga until the Elite Eight. UConn-Arkansas? I think Arkansas wins this game. Eric, you're, you can jump in at any time, by the way. Notre Dame, Montana State. <laughs> I mean, I would have to say it's Notre Dame. This is the most absurd matchup we could have picked. <laughs> Until it hits. Michigan State versus Duke. So, interesting stat. Michigan State against Duke. Lifetime Coach K against Tom Izzo is 11-1. What the fuck? <laughs> so you can't you can't in good faith pick Michigan State there. Nope. So that's it, why it's going to be Michigan State. And it, so you're picking Michigan State? No, I picked Duke. Oh, I was just like, what the hell? Arizona versus TCU. Arizona. Arizona's that good this year, huh? Houston, yeah. Chattanooga. Houston. Oh, way to let us down, Chattanooga. Michigan, <laughs> Tennessee. Oh. Rick Barnes' teams don't do well in the tournament. I think Michigan. Michigan it is. Villanova over Loyola, right? You're picking Loyola over? No way are you picking Loyola over. Efficiency, dude. So you're picking Loyola over Nova? Yeah. Hold on. Eric, you got a stat for this? Who would you there take? Has, there has only been... One year in the past 10 years that all two number two seeds have made it to the Sweet 16. Uh, all right. We're going to look at the other twos right now before we jump on this Loyola Madness. What is the stat for Nova? They're in the top 10 in offense and defense. Top 10 offense. Top 10, Nick. Offense and defense. Don't, don't impress you. <laughs> look at that face. Don't impress him at all. Like bro. Shania Twain said. So you think you're so you think you're Villanova, huh? That okay. doesn't impress me much. So then we have Kentucky versus San Francisco and Auburn versus USC. Those are the other twos that remain. We Lock them in. Auburn and Kentucky. 
Oh, the madness. This is why it's called March Madness. I see it, bro. So we're taking Loyola Chicago over. No, I think I I I think Nova wins. But then that means we got to pick another number two to get eliminated. When was the last time all the number twos advanced? Uh, 2015, I believe. We might need to. We might need to look that. Up. Hold on. Let me. So then Kentucky or or Auburn is losing, and you said USC is all time good against the spread. Against the spread, yeah. That doesn't mean they have to win. Is Auburn good this year? I mean, they're uh, Auburn is very good this year. Yeah, you you have Auburn winning the whole thing, so we can't in good faith pick against Auburn. Ooh, Auburn winning the whole thing, Eric. But what about Auburn losing? What about Auburn being one of the four game four teams to lose to get eliminated in their first game of the conference tourney? I didn't know that stat, but I <laughs> I like them. They play hard on both hey, sides. That, hey, stats stats get broken all the time, bro. Stats don't matter until they do. Everybody knows this. Exactly. We just had a discussion over that. I I guess Nova's the pick to ups. I don't know if Nova's losing to Loyola Chicago, though. If, so if there has so there team. has never been an eight seed, or there's never been an elite eight without a number one seed present. Uh let's see. In each of the past 13 tournaments, we have seen one or two number two seeds reach the Elite Eight. And we have Duke already reached. Overall, there has been a, that has been the case in 81% of the tourneys, the tourneys, 29 of 36. Two times there has been zero number twos, and two times all four number twos have made it. But neither situation has occurred in the after 2000. Oh, we got to pick a two seed to lose, bro. <laughs> we got to. Are we rocking Loyola with the two top tens? What do you think, Eric? So you don't, all right, so I don't like I don't like problems without solutions. So you don't like Nova to lose, then who's losing? Because the two seed is I would say based off of the fact that the coach has been there and done that, Loyola could upset Villanova just because that coach knows how right. to get his best yeah. out of his players. So I would go Nova. Uh, if we have to pick a two, Nova's going down. Oh, I think. God. We ride. Aren't they? Buzzer beater. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, aren't they from Philly? I was so confused, but that, that makes way more sense. He hates Villanova also because they beat North Carolina. The oh, this is the greatest buzzer beater of all time. It, yeah, <laughs> okay, it, that's correct. it better than Kawhi's? Oh, no, that, you're right. That, hey, that hurts your soul. <laughs> oh, no, you're right, Eric. Sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> All right, so we have Nova losing to Loyola Chicago. Let's finish out this and get our final four winners. So Gonzaga over Arkansas? Gonzaga over Arkansas, yeah. Uh, then we got Duke versus Notre Dame is what we're it's, hoping it's for. It's Duke, right? It's Duke, right? So then we got we've got one versus five Arizona versus Houston. I I am fascinated by this matchup. It seems like a great match. And I'm going I'm going to defer to I'm going to defer to the EP on this one. Who do you got? My my pick would be Arizona since they're a member of the Pac-12. So I I completely agree with Nick. They both are qualifying that top forty, top twenty five. They both have great athleticism, great coaching. 
but who the fuck did Houston play all year? All right, so we're going to Arizona then. All right. That's always a tiebreaker. Who the fuck did you play? So now we got ever. Oh my god. You gotta get these stats out quicker, bro. It was 1985. Greater than the number two seed and top ten in the AP poll at the end of the year, the final AP poll, after starting the season unranked, are 0 and 33 at reaching the final four, and 18 of them did not make out did not make it out of the first weekend. Since 1985? Yeah, since the start of the since the start the the start of the modern era, does that sway you, sir? Arizona was unranked, is finishing in the top ten of the poll. No. All right. <laughs> They're not making the final four. Then they weren't ranked because they fired. the Oh, coach. this is Sweet Sixteen. Oh, right. all right. We're we're good. We're good. Well, they fired the coach. Or whatever he got allegations like every college coach does. <laughs> it and then comes with the water. They had a quiet recruiting class because they couldn't, like, because they were cause they the allegations. Were, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So yeah, I thought I thought that was for the elite eight. That's why I was making such a big right. deal. Uh, Baylor, North Carolina. Since the 2007 Florida Gators, no defending champ has advanced past the Sweet 16. They also never played North Carolina. Baylor. Baylor's never played North Carolina? No, I'm saying they also never played North Carolina in that round. You're going Baylor here. You're going Baylor here. Right? This Since is 2007. This is no the- defending champ. This is the round of 32, though. This no, is not, is, yeah, this Baylor. Is ba- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so St. Mary's, UCLA, 4-5. U- UCLA. Let me, let me, here's, here's, my, here's my best stat, and I saved it for last. The last West Coast team. To win a championship was Arizona in 1997. Do you know what seed they were? Four. Four seed. All right, so we'll go UCLA. So UCLA is uh, winning the ship. You, it's so absurd to make in round of 32. Also, look back at the, the last few years. A loser somehow always seems to manage to get back to the final four. Usually they got blown out. I think they're going to get back to the final four. Oh, wow. So both of you agree with UCLA. I'm over here talking shit, bro. Wait, Baylor beat UCLA for the title last year, right? No, Baylor oh, beat Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Baylor beat Gonzaga. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Virginia Tech, Purdue. Virginia Tech. Purdue doesn't get out of the opening weekend. Oh, you did say that at the very beginning. All right. Kansas, San Diego State. Kansas. Kansas. <laughs> Iowa, Providence. Another fantastic That's match. Eric, what do you answer. have on this? Shit, I don't have either of these teams there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's a toss-up. Uh, right, I love I love this stat because it's 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 so good to just rattle off at people, but really means nothing. No similar games. Iowa and Providence both played uh Wisconsin at Wisconsin. Iowa lost by nine. Providence won by five. So Providence. So Providence. <laughs> and remember, <laughs> stats don't mean anything until they do. LSU, Wisconsin. Oh. I uh, Eric. I'll default to Eric. Did you have Iowa State, Wisconsin? And then you had Iowa, Iowa no, State. No, no, no. I have – I have – I actually have LSU – going on over wisconsin yeah I, i'm all right with that wisconsin always seems to blow it so 
It's just it's <laughs> pretty just, spectacular. Auburn, Georgia, Arkansas, Kentucky. They're just built. They just had such tough competition. <laughs> They're built different. Yeah, almost said that to me, bro. <laughs> All right, so let's get our uh, elite eight set here. Baylor versus UCLA. We're taking UCLA. UCLA. We got Virginia Tech, Kentucky. There's, I mean, there's got to be a double digit. It, it is literally just math. You have to pick a double digit seed to go to the elite eight. So what double digit seed are we picking? We have we have Notre Dame or Rutgers, Michigan and Loyola already in in the Sweet Sixteen. Oh wait, hold on, sorry. Loyola plays Michigan, right? So that's going to be a, our one at least. Yeah, we never picked that matchup. Who do we have between those two? What do you mean? Who do we want, Loyola or Michigan? I don't know. This could be a magical. It could be a magical run for either Loyola or Virginia Tech. Michigan is the team going to this tournament without their head coach. Juwan Howard still suspended for the, indefinitely for the rest of the season for punching people in the face. I thought it was five games. It said indefinitely. I'll oh look it up. shit! All right, no, I thought it was five games too. All right, we're doing Loyola then. <laughs> yeah, Loyola, <laughs> yeah, obviously, if Juwan Howard suspended, so then we got Kentucky, Virginia Tech, Kentucky. So this is going to be all – this is all six or higher seeds if we pick Kentucky on this side of the bracket, which is fine with me. So Kansas or Providence? Kansas, right? Yeah, we picked Baylor to lose. We're going to take Kansas. LSU and Auburn. I think I'm going uh, Auburn. Yeah, I would say Auburn too. What? I think he is coaching the team. Oh, he is coach. Such a weird suspension. <laughs> there, are, there are four teams that I talked about that are top 25 in both offensive and defensive efficiency. Arizona, Baylor, UCLA, and Auburn. Arizona, Baylor, UCLA, and Auburn. And Auburn. Top 25 offense, top 25 defense. And a major conference. So we have all those teams in our – so Baylor lost to UCLA, but we have all those teams advancing. That's pretty funny. Uh, all right, so Gonzaga versus Duke. Are we picking Coach K to the Final Four in his last year? We love storylines on this <laughs> Arizona versus Loyola. Arizona. The run ends. The run ends. Say goodbye, darling. All right, so we have uh, Kentucky, UCLA. And we already settled we're picking UCLA, right? UCLA. And then we have Kansas-Auburn. And this is where Bill Self gets rocked, right? And Auburn goes <laughs> – It on. has to be, right? Because Bill Self, is he's always good to get rocked in the tourney. So we have two versus four, Duke versus UCLA. <laughs> and we have Arizona versus Auburn. Are we going to end up picking fucking Duke? No, I'm not. Oh my goodness! Because right. here, we're, let's go storyline against storyline. West yeah. Coast team, the last, the last West Coast team seated number four, won the tourney in '97. So we're picking UCLA over Duke. I sure do like. I sure would like to. What you got, UCLA or Duke? In this situation, I'm taking UCLA. <laughs> he just bagged the whole. <laughs> He just hates Duke that much. It has, it has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with that. 
<laughs> it has everything to do with that. All right, Arizona and Auburn. It's not a Pac-12 affair, is it? Oh. These yeah, two I... teams – so these three teams that we're picking to put in our national champions, we already selected UCLA. Meet that stat you just said. Oh, wait. Of the 25-25. No, Arizona does not go to the Final Four. Since we 1985, two seed or higher. Oh, so we're taking Loyola. Loyola. Oh, my, good. oh my goodness. Fuck Eric, it, you're bro. on this podcast too. I'm just giving out stats. No, I, Top I, I 10 just, final AP poll uh, after starting the season unranked. 0 and 33 all time at reaching the final four. I mean, 0-33 is a pretty damning stat to pick against. And we've already flexed in a lot of stats in this. I think this you just kind of it's the it's it's the eye test. Arizona looks good, but and like yeah, and, yeah. and but yeah, Eric, so did the other thirty three teams. Eric, it's the eye test, and I like it. Hey man, this is this is y'all breaking. <laughs> you look at me taking no credit now. Hey, hey, we're either gonna be incredibly right or incredibly wrong. I mean, there's only two things you could be in March Madness. All right, dude, fuck it. We got Loyola in. We got a 10 seed and no one seeds. And we're going to pick Auburn over Loyola. And now we have Auburn versus UCLA. UCLA. <laughs> remember, remember, a team that's lost their first conference game has never won the national championship. Lost their first conference tournament game in the history of March Madness. Has never won their conference. Has never won the national title. When the last time a West Conference or West Coast team won, it was a four seed. So if we are in a simulation, <laughs> see Eric's picking up with the bullshit, bro. He spit out the stat you said. Yeah, we're like, stats don't matter until they do. We're picking it, boys. We're picking it. So we need a final score. I'm thinking 63-56. Great score. 72-65? All right, that works for me. Damn, he spit that out like fire. All right. He, he, spit, he said that like he's been to the future. No, Eric, no, Eric is a, a – a harken of this of the simulation, bro. He has the sport. He has the twenty forty sports almanac. He just ain't telling us. <laughs> Jeez, Eric. Yo, so, uh, are you okay giving away on your personal bracket your final four, Nick? I just I'm just curious who you got on your personal bracket. All right, my personal my personal bracket that I submitted in the room three hundred three group, like Jermaine said. Uh, check it out, Jermaine. You want to put out? I think it's a private group, right? You want to put out what the group is. What the group's name is? Room 303, no space, Buster Bracket. So my final four in my personal bracket. Oh, God, that's ass water. Why did I pick that? <laughs> he had all these stats. And he just Dude, that's shit terrible. Uh, all right. So my final four, uh, I had – oh, God – I had I had Alabama, Kentucky, Arizona, and Kansas with Arizona winning 76-75. Bro, and you gave all these stats against Arizona. All right, so if I was picking my final four, I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to take Texas, Auburn, Duke, and Villanova. 
the, the verbal assault that I just got? You're going to put Texas in your final four? That's exactly why I did it, bro. I always pick Texas to advance. It's my team. Anyway. They win it every year on my bracket. That's why I always lose those challenges. <laughs> so I got, the, I got the actual final four here. The actual <laughs> Oh, my God. Get out of here. Gonzaga versus UCLA and Tennessee versus Auburn. Gonzaga, UCLA, Tennessee versus Auburn. West Coast versus East Coast. You said Tennessee versus Auburn? Yeah. What seed was Tennessee? Three. They got no love from anybody. No love. Well, we picked a, we picked Michigan over them. Yeah. It's because Jawan Howard is doing that. No. Tennessee, huh? What does Tennessee have that makes them so good? Why are you so confident about this? What's our first name? Room? Last name three hundred three. Just kidding. <laughs> oh man, why is it asking me for this when it's my fucking name associated with this account? It already has a. And what's the address? Uh, some interesting facts, though, that I was reading earlier. Uh, Gonzaga this year. Again, useless stats that don't matter until they matter, right? No stat matters ever. Like Whatever. They uh, are the highest graded number one seed in the last 20 years. They were the overall number one seed last year, and this year they're eight points higher rated than they were last year. And last year they lost to Baylor in the championship. Mm. Damn, how are you going to wait till the end to give us that stat? <laughs> He's like, hey, I, you click submit, right? All also, right, here you go, bro. Knicks <laughs> bashing on Purdue. They have one of the front runners for the All-American, whatever the fuck their award is. <laughs> yeah, that's a great stat. <laughs> no, I don't remember the name of the award. Naismith Player of the Year Award? Naismith Player of the Year. <laughs> whatever the fuck it is. And that do balls, man. I don't know. Tournament basketball, it's a team effort. Very rarely. What was, what was his name? It was Jalen. Uh, oh, I just looked at her. Oh, Jalen Hurt. Hurts. 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 Yeah. Hurts. Um, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Hurts. Uh, or it's Jay Din Hurts. No. Again. <laughs> again, Eric. In the history of March Madness, a team in top 10 offense and outside the top 100 in defense has never advanced outside the first weekend. That's not true. It's like since 2010. <laughs> or like since the modern era. Well, the modern era is 1985. I can't say in the history of the tournament because. Oh, I'm looking at Providence. I meant to do Purdue. <laughs> Purdue. It's the same white boy school, bro. Where is his name? Jaden Ivy? Jaden Ivy. There we go. Yeah. Projected to be, unfortunately, a top three pick since there's Bonchero mm-hmm. from Duke and that twig of a man called Chet Holmgren or whatever his name is. He's not projected to be three, he's projected to be four. Well, in the last thing I read, but obviously, if you're four, you're, you're right next to. 
<laughs> Chill. Oh, oh man! All right, we went over the two-hour mark. <laughs> that that podcast ran a little long. Uh, but if you listen this long, then you know UCLA is the winner to pick. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, send us some money when you actually cash this bet slip. Um, with that being said, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room Three Zero Three. You guys got anything? Nope. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, you're going to need it. <laughs> Bye. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the